Hello, and welcome to the Bring It On podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, here goes nothing. I'm back. <laughs> Again, hello, everybody. Um, I was informed the other day that the president of the Bring It On podcast fan club is highly disappointed in my lack of showing the fuck up. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I am. I haven't had much to say, like... I don't know. And it is uh, Wednesday night. Hopefully my children are walking into religion class right now. They walked over from my office to go play on the playground and hopefully they went in like they're supposed to and just putting my faith where it needs to be that God's going to move their little bodies into religion class on time. It's not the little one I'm worried about. It's the big one I'm worried about. But hey, life choices, right? We learn things as we go. We learn from the choices we make. So it is 6.13 p.m. Central Standard Time on October 20th, 2021. And I am less than 10 days away from my birthday. It is eight days away. I'm surprised Olivia didn't ask me today. That's the only reason I have any idea because she's like asked me every day how many days to my birthday because she has been anxiously counting the days till she can give me my birthday present that she got for me at the beginning of this month from the Team Read Festival. (laughs) So it has been plaguing her because she wants me to open my gift. And I mean, I already know what it is, but it's sweet. I knew what she was getting. I didn't and I didn't peek I did not peek but she couldn't like keep her mouth quiet and not like spill it to everybody that came in my house the last month (laughs) she's such a funny kid such a funny kid um so yeah uh, we shit we're over halfway through October you guys gosh dang it it is just like hauling ass And I'm kind of behind on some things. And that's what I've been trying to get caught up on, like, fruitlessly. For real. I've not been doing very good with it. Um, But today was another day. Tomorrow's another day. And we'll hit it hard again tomorrow as much as possibly can. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. My focus has been just really bad, like, out the freaking window. Like, super squirrel. Um. But c'est la vie, c'est la vie. So, uh, some things. We are, gosh, how many days are we into this? Uh, the first form, eight week, the fall challenge is currently going on. And we are on day 10. Um, so, that means that it's 56 days because it's an eight week challenge. We are on day 10. So, we're in week two. Um I've got a few people that are doing this and I'm helping coach through this, which is pretty rad and everybody's showing up and putting the work in. So kudos to all of my transformers who are showing up, logging their food, doing their workouts, um, drinking their water, doing, being more conscientious about, um, their nutrition because you guys, I mean, let's be real. That's where 98% of it is. And I know just as well as anybody else that most people cannot outwork a bad diet. So, and if you're not, I mean, dude, I fucking hate tracking my food. This is nothing new. This is not news to anybody. This is nothing earth shattering. I hate tracking my food. But if I don't, then I really don't comprehend all what I'm putting in my face And I end up eating way more than I should just because I get bored. I'm a bored eater. Like, I don't know. I just, I get, I'm not like a super emotional eater. Okay. Save 
for here an incident earlier this week. So the cat's out of the bag that I'm doing 75 hard again for like the 55th time because I like failed miserably at it every fucking time I've tried to do it. Um, the longest I made it was 42 days when Kendra and I were doing it before Iron Man Des Moines, or, or um, Des Moines, half Iron Man. Oh, kicked myself so fucking hard for screwing that up. So bad. And what usually gets me is the alcohol. But so far, that's been pretty tolerable. Um, but I was on day five and I got all the way through the day and I did not track a King's Hawaiian bun with butter on it that I forgot I had eaten and I ate, I planned out my dinner for the rest of my protein and my carbs and my whatever. Cause I was really like, I was really tight on my numbers for that day. And then I remembered <clears throat> as I sat down on the couch after we got dinner cleaned up or whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot about that stupid Kinks Hawaiian bun with the butter. Bah. And I had eaten potatoes with butter. So, like, I went way. I kind of bombed it pretty hard. I mean, not like super, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calories or anything like that. Super bad. But it still was not sticking to the diet. There's no cheat meal. There's, there's no compromise, zero compromise. That's how this works. Um, I fucked up. So I started over at day one and I am currently on day three. Um, and I did emotionally eat that night because I felt fucking awful. And I went downstairs and I was like beating myself up for being dumb. Um, and I'm like, just kind of I don't know. I was moving some stuff around in the freezer and I was like, oh, cheesecake. And you get that? Well, I already fucked up, so I may as well fuck it up good. And I ate like six pieces of those mini cheesecake bites. Yep. Like four, five, six hundred calories of garbage. <laughs> oh, Whatever. Um, it's fine. I didn't like get gigantuan from it because it was just one time thing. And I still lost two pounds this past week. So it's not like I wrecked myself. Um, I just wrecked my progress on 75 hard. So and the whole point of it is being in charge of your own head. And your own decisions and making your decisions and making sticking to what you say you're going to do and following the plan and having the the resilience to be able to say no, um, to be able to make, have the where for all and the wherewithal to stick with a plan. Like I struggle so hard with finishing things, right? I like I am the person that bounces to the shiny shit, the new stuff. It's like, ooh, that sounds fun. Ooh, that sounds fun. Ooh, that sounds fun. Which has given me a lot of varied life experience. And so, like, I know a lot of things and have experienced a lot of different things, like really different things, like from one side of the planet to the other side of the planet type of thing um, in different areas of work and life and business and people and like that's not necessarily a bad thing right it's a kind of a good thing but it's kind of a double-edged sword because I don't I struggle finishing things like my follow-through sucks so that's why I need to complete 75 hard to get my fucking head right and to just like master that and it's probably not going to take just one time doing it for me because I don't know. I might be kind of stubborn. I don't know. It's kind of hard headed thing, whatever. But it's like anything. If you give up, you don't succeed. <laughs> it's that fucking simple. And you start over. So I started over at day one on Monday and I didn't even want to start it on a Monday. I wanted to start it in the middle of the week, which I did initially. Then I fucked up. And then there we were. So 
here we are. Now I'm back on day three. Starting over sucks. I know this. I've started this over several different times. I lost count. I don't want to fuck this up. I want to wrap this year by kicking this in the crotch. That's how I want to wrap this year. Like, I've done really good for the first 10 days minus one day. And I know I can do it. I know I'm capable of it. Anybody is. Anybody's capable of it. You just have to put your mind to it and decide and do it. It's, it's that simple. Um, it's not easy, but it's simple. It's five fucking things. So if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. If you want to know what I'm talking about, um, just go Google 75 hard and you'll see. It's not a fitness challenge by any means. It's not a health challenge. It is a mental. It's because it's all in our heads. Like everything's all in our heads. We, (laughs) we make things so much more difficult on ourselves and in our lives because of our thoughts. It's kind of trippy, kind of trippy. So moving on from that, um, I did something here this week, actually yesterday. So about a month ago, I went in and met with uh, Dr. Todd Conway. He is a functional medicine doctor who used to be an ER doc, which I think my mom used to work with him when she my dad and I were talking about this last night and he looks familiar to me anyways. Um, and his name sounded familiar. So I need to ask my mom if she used to work with him because he looks familiar shit. And dad's like, that name sounds familiar because we were talking about last night. Anyways, he now works at integrative health in Hiawatha with Stephanie Gray, who is a functional medicine doctor who they basically, um, I guess the portion of things that I know that, um, affect me, I guess, (laughs) are, uh, they do like hormone testing. So like, as we age, you know, our hormones change as, as we grow, uh, believe we've all gone through puberty. Some are still stuck in it. Maybe, um, not going to mention any names, but that's all right. You know who you are. Uh, our hormones change, right? (laughs) Sorry. I got kind of sidetracked with that whole deal. So our hormones change. Well, as we age, like um, in women, your testosterone levels start to drop at age 20. Believe that shit? They start to drop off. So like when you get to your mid-30s, 40s, mid-40s, whatever, your levels start to drop even more. And everybody's different. Okay? Nobody's, nobody's like stuff is the same. Um, but typically it starts to drop off. So things with a lack of testosterone and women, you have testosterone in your body as a hormone, not just estrogen and progesterone and progestin and estriodol and all that shit. I thought I was perimenopausal. Okay. Well, the thing that, um, the levels that shows you whether you are or not is called estriodol. And my estriodol is like perfect. So he's like, you're not perimenopausal or premenopausal or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, you're not there. What your problem is, or what we're seeing here is that your testosterone level is really low. Oh, okay. So that was, I mean, obviously he works with people all the time. And he, when we did our initial consultation, even before I did blood work, he mentioned that that's probably what it is. He said, most commonly, that's what it is for somebody that's my age. Um, you know, my, physical history, yada, 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 is that oftentimes what it is, is a low testosterone level. So they can do basically hormone therapy where you, they will like implant a little pellet underneath your skin in your butt cheek. And it's a slow release. Um, it kind of reminds me of like (laughs) a cattle implant. (laughs) It's a little pellet that goes in their ear, but this just goes in my ass, cheek, and <laughs> that's what I, that's what it makes me think of. So it's a slow release, and in another six weeks, I'll go in and I'll have blood drawn again, and they'll check my levels and see where I'm at and see how fast I'm burning through it. So the hopes are that my 
um, energy will be increased. Um, some of the benefits you get from uh, regulating your testosterone and getting it back to where it like should be is um, a replacement therapy is like your performance athletically is improved. We talked, you know, hey, when they do your consultation, they, you know, basically give you run the gamut of, you know, what's your life like. And obviously, um, endurance sports are a big part of my life because I'm an endurance athlete. I'm not like a pro, so, but I do a lot of training and I like to go race and do that shit. It's fun. I enjoy it. And um, he told me that his endurance athletes love it. They have a lot of good results from using the testosterone replacement therapy. Um, they find that they have a greater endurance level of endurance and a greater level of performance and increased energy and longevity and your libido is supposed to be better. So that would be good. I'm sure my husband would appreciate that. Um, and I'm just like, I don't want to feel like a lunatic anymore. I've been like such a crazy moody bitch, like mood swings and just, I don't know, just weird stuff, like girl stuff. And nobody really talks about this shit to you until you're like already in it. Like you don't, we don't come with a warning label. I mean, there's no warning label. There's really, you have to go looking for uh, information. It's not something we learned about in school. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't talk about menopause when we were teenagers in school. I mean, if we did, I probably just wasn't paying attention, which is a very possible situation there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I went yesterday and, uh, I'm, we went through my blood work and went through all the things, right? And did you know that like, uh, selenium deficiencies are a thing here? And did you know that your selenium levels affect your thyroid? And did you also know that you can supplement selenium by eating three Brazil nuts a day? It's that simple. I didn't know that either. I do now. So I ordered some Brazil nuts because you can't like find just a can of just Brazil nuts on a shelf at Target because that's the only place I went yesterday. Um, you can find them in like mixed nuts with other stuff, but I just wanted the Brazil nuts. So I jumped on the old Google machine and searched up Brazil nuts. And unfortunately, I had to get them through Amazon or pay like an ass load in shipping from someplace else. So that's what I did. Because me and Amazon are still not together. I ordered something else that I couldn't find anything else from there the other day. What did I? There's been two things that I have purchased off of Amazon since breaking up with Amazon. And it was only because I couldn't find it anywhere else. And I fucking looked too. I mean, let me tell you, I looked. And then the Brazil nuts, it was going to cost more to ship it than it what it actually cost for the product. And I'm like, oh, so irritated, but don't be dumb. So I ordered it from Amazon. You're welcome, honey. But yeah. So uh, they do the procedure. And basically what they do is you get a shot in the ass, cheek, of, I'm assuming it was probably Novocaine, to numb you up and uh, your butt cheek. And then they make a small incision and then use like some tool or I would assume I didn't watch. I didn't want to watch like you're cutting my ass open here. I don't want to watch that cheek, cheek, not a cheek. Let's let's be let me be more concise. And then they like insert the the pellet is what it is. So I got pelleted yesterday and then they just use Steri strips to close the small incision back shut. You can't like swim or soak in a bath for like three to five days, depending. Um, and then they cover it with gauze and then they have like this like water resistant patch that goes over. It. So I have like this big plastic um, band-aid basically on my ass cheek and stair strips over the incision. So no heavy lifting, no strenuous exercise, no running, which 
I ran yesterday morning because I knew I was going to be antsy. So I better just get it out of my system. Um, because I knew if when somebody says I can't run, then I really want to. And I didn't want to like push my luck. So there's that. Um, so just walking basically is what I've been doing for my two workouts a day. And that's what I got for now until I can get back into doing my regular routine. I do teach spin class on Saturday morning, so I will probably be a little more conscientious about what my output is there um, and what muscle groups I'm using. So it will pr probably be a quad burner versus a glute burner for anybody that comes to spin class on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. I will be there. I will be teaching that class this week. I will also picking up a couple of Thursday afternoon classes for spin in November, which will be fun because I really, dude, I'm addicted to spin class. You guys, if you have never done a spin class, you really need to do it because it is legit so much fun. Um, I enjoy loud music. Um, I enjoy sweating. And I enjoy like getting my heart rate up. I am an endorphin junkie. I mean, we've talked about this before, right? I am an endorphin junkie. And a spin class like checks all the fucking boxes. And it's so fun. Like it gives me an opportunity to um, crank the music up and let the walls thump. And, you know, encourage people to work their asses off. And I am really enjoying like teaching classes. That's, it's like so much fun. Um, I was pretty hesitant about it at first because like I've never taught fitness classes before. I've attended some and um, I've always been a very energetic person and I pour myself out into pretty much everything I do. Um, I love the high energy of it. And I think that just comes back to me being an endorphin junkie. That might be, um, I don't know. It's like grab a hold of life and just run with it and do fun stuff. Why not? Especially if the fun stuff is like helping me reach my goals and making me feel better, um, making me stronger, making me faster. Cause you know, it's not about being skinny. It's about being strong, fast and kick your ass. That's my, that's my thing. And it, it was funny last night. Um, well, I guess not last night. Okay. So it's Thursday morning right now, just so you know, because I had to cut off <laughs> and I'm back. So before spin got started, our Wednesday night spin class last night, because I forgot that there was a spin class last night. So welcome to Thursday morning now. This is what happens in my life. It's like chaos, but it's okay. You just pick it up and roll with it. So, um, one of the gals that came in, we were talking about uh, food tracking and I had talked to her at school pickup about the first form app and, you know, what I do with that and how I'm able to help people reach their goals, like, you know, make adjustments to their everyday life and everyday nutrition and food habits and workout habits and all the things through this app. Um, it's very extensive app. And it has a lot of really cool shit in it. And um, she was asking me about it because she said something um, at school pickup that she was frustrated and wanting to lose fat. And I'm like, my first question to anybody who is wanting to drop weight and they're not able to do it is like, is how much protein are you eating? That's the first question, which seems like counterintuitive initially because our society has our diet and fitness culture has so been focused solely on calorie intake for so long. Yes, you need to be in a caloric deficit to drop pounds. We all know that. But that's not just it. If you, like, I mean, if you eat, when I set up my fitness pal initially, it set me up for like 1,200 calories a day. Y'all, um, I need more than 1,200 calories a day to not fucking kill people. That's just that. I am one of those people that if I, I, I don't fast, okay? I have friends that have awesome success with intermittent fasting. And if that's you, that's fucking amazing that you get all those benefits from it. 
I turn into the biggest raging bitch on the planet. It's not pretty. I mean, and it's not fair to my kids either or my husband or anybody else that comes into contact with me if I have to fast. It doesn't work for me. I mean, like you guys, people could fucking die. Anyways, so like if we have, um, <laughs> if we get to an extreme point where shit really falls apart here because everybody just sits on their hands unless things happen and then people are like in bread lines and stuff, I mean, we might not have, I might not have any friends anymore because like it's going to get ugly. So anyways, we were talking about this and my first question is, is like, what's your protein intake? And you guys, I'm not even shitting you. Most often people have no idea. But if you're not tracking, you don't know, right? You think you're getting enough protein in. And most times you're not even fucking close. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's not that you're doing, it's bad, but it's not, I mean, it's not like horrible, but it's not good because you're stuck, right? That's, and most of the time that's why you're stuck is because your body needs certain amounts of protein, fats, and carbs every day. Okay. That's just, we need that stuff. And I've done keto. Okay. Keto is when you're eating hundred grams of carbs max per day, or if you like really go, it's like 50 grams of carbs max per day, um, on extreme. And I liked keto cause like I enjoy proteins and I enjoy fats. And I liked keto, but I had some problems with it because of my training and when I tried to implement it and it just, it was piss poor timing for me. Could I go back to doing it? Yeah. Um, I felt good. I wasn't hungry all the time. And I know a lot of people that love keto and do really well on it and have like amazing success on it. And I did too, but I don't know. Um, I like more of a variety. So I do track. I hate tracking. I've probably said this 5,000 fucking times. I do track, but protein's king. And that is how you build muscle and how you maintain your muscle. Because another thing, another wonderful thing about aging is that you lose, it's harder to maintain your muscle mass as you age, right? Like, I'm 45 here in a short amount of time. And in the last 10 years, I have had to adjust like fucking literally everything. Um, And I've had to really get serious about not treating my body like a fucking dumpster and, you know, eating like an asshole. Because... It made me feel like shit. Like I hurt, just ache every morning when I get out of bed. I don't like that. I want to be able to get up and, you know, obviously I don't like always just rock it out of bed and I'm on fire and feel good and amazing because that's not the case, but I don't ache like I did unless I like do (laughs) a really hard butts and guts workout that I haven't worked a bunch of muscle groups for a while and I've been slacking and that's just muscle soreness because I worked those muscles. But it's not that old man achy shit. Okay? And a lot of that old man, old lady achy shit can be alleviated by not eating like an asshole. We all know this. And just because... you've been able to get away with it for 20, 30 years doesn't mean that it's still going to be that way as you get older. I mean, think about uh, the first car you ever had. It was probably some old beat up piece of shit, right? That creaked and groaned and squeaked. It's no, we're no different, you guys. We wear out too. So we have to be more conscientious about how we treat our bodies. Our bodies are our machines. It's the only body we get. We get one. And we treat it like a fucking toxic waste dump. And then we're mad because it's like 
given us the big F you in the morning when you every part of your body aches and every joint in your body aches and your low back hurts and you feel like garbage and you're dragging. I mean, come on, be real. Just because you don't want to admit it and take into account that, yes, it's my fault. That doesn't mean that it's not right. So um, we talked about, you know, I briefly glossed over how to set macros, what macros are, how we figure that out and how you can, you know, kind of make adjustments, tweaks, whatever to that. But this is kind of the general rule of thumb to follow. And it's not difficult. Um, The app does it for you. It's pretty sweet because you just enter in your stuff and it like figures it for you. Like you enter in your height and your current weight, your goal weight, your activity level, um, whether you prefer to burn fat or prefer carbs or prefer both. And what your goal is, whether you want to lose body fat, you want to gain muscle, you want to maintain. Those are your three options. That's pretty simple, isn't it? I mean, it's not fucking rocket science. And we don't have to make it complicated. Basics. Basics. Keeping it simple. And like, it spits you out some numbers. So then you go in and everything you put in your mouth and swallow don't twist that. You track. I'm talking about food and water and drinks. That's what I'm talking about. And I mean, even vitamins like my calcium vitamin, they're a gummy this time I picked up and it has like seven grams of sugar. So I mean, that's carbs. It's it's calories. You, you track that. I don't track other stuff that doesn't have anything like uh, my vitamin D or vitamin K or whatever. That stuff doesn't I don't track that because like, I'm not that obsessive, but I just know that those are things that I take every day. I need to take every day plus other stuff. So (laughs) it's been last night. Um, she said to me and I had, I laughed so hard because, um, she's like, well, you have a thigh gap. And I'm like, Oh fuck no. Uh, what? No, dude. I've never had a thigh gap. Even when I moved home and I weighed 130 pounds and I looked like Skeletor, I did not have a thigh gap. Never in the history of ever have I had a thigh gap. Anyways, and so I had on a pair of sweatpants and I had a pair of shorts on underneath, right? Like my normal running shorts that I run in, my IAB shorts. So I just like whipped my pants down and I put my feet together and stood there and I'm like, dude, I don't have a fucking thigh gap. Are you drunk? Look. And it was just kind of that, you know, I don't know. I do stuff like that, I guess. Whip my pants down in front of a group of people and two people were new. So hello, welcome. My name's Erin. I'm not embarrassed by anything. (laughs) But people think differently. Every, you know, we all have our perceptions of other people and it's through our own viewpoint, right? What we think And it's not necessarily true. So, you know, it's kind of a, wait a second, stop and think about that before maybe I make an assumption because it might not be accurate and it's fine. And I'm like flattered, but like, dude, nope, nope, ain't never had one. I don't think I ever will have one. I am way too active. I've always been, I'm a farm kid. I grew up lifting heavy things and doing manual labor and You know, I was carrying five gallon buckets of water and 50 pound bags of feed as a kid. I used to bale hay and throw hay bales and straw bales. I mean, I stole all the shit. I'm not a slight framed person. I am, I don't know, would you call it beefy? (laughs) No, not really beefy, which makes me think of a guy I graduated high school with. His nickname was beefy, but he was, he was pretty soft. He had a lot of muscle underneath that softness, but he was pretty soft. And he was hilarious. Oh my God. So funny. But anyways, I like, I'm not a frail looking person looking. Obviously I fell and broke a hip. So my frame was pretty frail for a little while. And I'm, you know, that's that blessing in disguise. Shit happens to us for a reason. And 
I don't know the reason yet for that happening other than to teach me that, yo, you need to like tighten that shit up and fix your issues or I'm going to be disabled. And evidently I got more shit to do here. So something had to happen to make me change my life. So that it boils down to when it comes to your health and your fitness, what are you doing it for? What is this change going to do for you? If you want to, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do. I need to get started. I need to, need to, need to, need to. Okay, yeah, we all need to do shit. But put your fucking money where your mouth is and do something about it. And if you're not doing anything about it and you're not willing to do anything about it, you're not taking any action, you're just woe is meing about it, then shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear you whining. How did that, what did Les Brown say? 80% don't care and 20% are glad it's you. That's some shit. Think about that for a minute when you're bitching about a problem. And I'm not saying I don't bitch about my problems sometimes. I do. And then I remember that whole little, little 80% don't care and 20% are glad it's you line. And I'm like, oh, tighten it up, woman. Get your shit together problem solve. What's the problem? Okay, this is the problem. Right now, um, for me, I my goal weight, I actually dropped it to 140 to 140 for 145. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I mean, I'm not little. But I do know that I've got some smush and fluff and squish and fat on my ass. In my gut. And, you know, it just, it accumulates in places you don't want it. Like, I notice it on my arms. I notice it on my face. I notice it on my neck. I notice it. I mean, and it's not, I'm not saying, not sitting here calling myself fat. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. But I have things that I want to improve on for me because I don't want to look at this and see anything other than strong, fast, and kick your ass. That's what I want. And I have a vision in my head that I'm working towards. And my vision of me is not the same as what somebody else's is going to be of themselves. And that's fine. What you want and what Sally next door and Jimmy up the street want are all different things. And that's awesome because we're all different people. And if people want help, With this, I'm fucking excited to help people with this. If they don't want my help, that's fine. I mean, yesterday there was somebody that stopped in and I don't know, I was just, I really ripped the filter off Not and not being rude. Please don't take it as I was like a dick because I wasn't a dick about it, but like no bullshit, man. What do you want? What is this going to do for you? What does this mean to you? Why do you want to do this? What are you going to be able to accomplish? How are you going to be able to feel? What are you going to feel like when you accomplish this goal? And if you can't put your finger on that, you need to do the work first. You need to figure that shit out first. That's starting number one. Ask more questions. Why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to be able to play with my kids. Why? Ask yourself why five times. Drill it down. Write it down. Like I've done this and it's hard and it makes you really fucking think and really evaluate why. Like really why. Ask yourself, you write it down. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to lose 50 pounds? Whatever. Because I don't want to lose my breath going up the steps. I want to be able to play with my kids and not feel like I'm dying. I want to wake up in the morning and not look in the mirror and just be so disappointed in myself. Why? Then answer those questions again. And then why again? And why again? And why again? And it will eventually, you will drill yourself down between five to seven whys. Sometimes it takes seven. Sometimes it takes only five. To what the root core why is. What really lights your fire? And that's your burn. As Ben Newman would say, that's your burn. And if you, if you get to that point, you kind of almost have an epiphany and you really come to the realization of, 
Really, why? And what really fucking matters? Because all the other shit on the outside is just fucking fluff and stuff. It doesn't carry enough weight to make you do something. And you can talk all fucking day until you show up and create action and actually put the work in and do something about it. Words don't mean shit. Y'all know that. I know that. I've talked shit before. I have said I was going to do something and then I got intimidated by it because I didn't drill it down. I didn't drill it down. I didn't do the work beforehand. And I let my excuses and I let my mediocrity carry me. Do I do more physical activity than a lot of people do? Yeah. Do people look at me like I'm crazy? Like I do these insane workouts and races and all this shit? Yeah. But I'm telling you what, like my potential is so much more. I have been half-assing it. There's so much more potential there in all of us. And if there's anything that I've learned in this last year, there's a lot of weak motherfuckers out here. And I was really getting close to being one of them. And then I drilled it down and asked myself, why? Why, 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 why? And now I know. And that's, that's my fuel. That's my That's my carrot. Like I used to use races as a carrot. I don't have any races booked for next year. Not one. And I did that on purpose because I need the internal carrot, not the external carrot. It means so much more. I mean, it's all great on, you know, on the highlight reel to be doing all this shit and whatever. But unless the work's being done on the inside, it's just fluff. Just fluff. There's no substance to it. There's no backbone to it. And I'll tell you what, man. It's fucking hard. It's hard. But think about the hard things that you've done in life. Like... Goggins tells me or tells us, David Goggins, if you if you don't know who David Goggins is, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Um, go fucking Google him and like not just one thing. Go down the rabbit hole for a little while. Your mind will fucking explode. Um, and I have uh, Dusty had brought me a signed copy of Can't Hurt Me. And uh, like... He, he knows. Dusty gets me. Like, it's fucking weird. But anyways, he brought me a signed copy of Can't Hurt Me. And I had not picked it up. I picked it up and I put it on my shelf. And I have, I've lo- I look at it every morning because it is on a shelf on top of my bed. Or I mean, on top of my dresser. I have some books up there. And I had not opened it to start reading it. Because I was not ready to receive that transference of energy. There's something about something tangible coming from somebody else that carries the power. And I wasn't ready for it yet. And then I realized at a certain point here recently that like, Okay, I'm ready for this now. And I picked up the book and I listened to it on Audible. I probably listened to it on Audible, fuck, four or five times. My favorite. David Goggins is like, if there's one person who is like, has any level of fame, notoriety, whatever, that I could meet, it would be him. And I'd probably like just fucking stand there with my eyeballs falling out of my head just I don't know that's just that's just like and not saying that I like put him up on a pedestal because that's not who he is that dude is like the rawest realest baddest motherfucker on the planet 
If I had to choose between David Goggins and Andy Frisella on who I would want to meet, I would pick Goggins. And you all know I love Andy Frisella. I mean, I we sell First Form products here. I work with First Form. I have a coach. I mean, I mean the whole thing. I'm like engulfed. I would choose David to meet David Goggins over Andy Frisella. It just, I don't know. It just is that powerful to me. Goggins is. And I forgot where I started with that whole thing. With why I even brought him up. <laughs> Damn it. See, this squirrel thing just gets, just fucking takes me sideways. It's all good. Because the, um, the power, the transference of energy and what that means to me means more obviously because that's why i was talking about it <laughs> Whew. it's getting heavy in here it's getting hot in here damn and my tea is cold so i guess oh hell i've been talking for a while i guess this is going to be a little bit of a longer episode but I guess my overall point is here, if you've, if you've not, if you've not asked the questions and been honest with yourself, you're never going to reach the goals you want, the things you want. It's going to be like this fucking merry-go-round and it's just going to keep going around and around and around and around and around and around until something, till you do something to change it. So, I mean, it's all on you. It's all on me. We are, we only can do, we can only change ourselves. That is the only person we can change. And I mean, I used to think that I could change people. No, that's not it. And I don't, believe that I can change people now. No, that's not it. I can help people. And that's what I do is I help people with, you know, whatever, whatever they need help with. If I'm able to help somebody, I am happy to do it. I'm over the moon to do it. Because isn't that what it's all about? Why we're here is the people. It's the people. It's all about the people. I mean, maybe I'll need to check your own woo. <laughs> some of you got it, some of you don't. It's okay. That was supposed to be funny. Not everybody has it. Not everybody's like that. Not everybody is like um, that weird fucker that walks in the room and makes friends with everybody. And some people just thinking about that are like, Ugh! that excites me. Like people are fucking rad. And I guess I'm weird. I don't know. I know there's other people out there like me. Lots of pe other people like me, like that, that are high and woo. <laughs> but I don't. I know that one of the things on that said something about like making friends with people and then moving on. But like, I think those random encounters with people that I meet just off the wall, like on a flight to Dallas to go pick up a pickup and drive it back home. Um, I, the guy I sat with next to on the flight on a two-hour flight, I mean, I still chat with him every once in a while. His name is Rodney. He's from Texas. He's a pretty rad dude. And he'll message me out of the blue on Instagram or whatever. And, you know, we talked for the whole time. And just, I mean, I've learned about, I, he told me about his family, told me about his work and, you know, the things that he likes to do and, um, you know, just just stuff, just people, just like what's important to people. And like, I like to understand people. I don't know. I am weird. 
It's totally fine though. Because if you hang out with me long enough, I'm going to get it in your head to do something that scares the shit out of you. Okay? I am going to, there's, gosh, I've seen this around, this quote around, and I can't remember what it is. And it's like, that's like my mantra, I swear. Um, You hang out with me long enough, I'm going to make you you so confident in your own damn self that you ain't going to need me anymore. Something along those lines. That's like, that's what fires me up. And speaking of, I have a high schooler that I need to reach out to because I have an idea. I had an idea this morning. So, um, and it's going to scare the life out of her. And I love it. But it's all good. It's not bad. It's good shit. It's like growing, building. Do it scared. Figure out why. All the way down. All the way down to the core why. Figure out why. You hear, what's your why? What's your why? What's your why? Drill it down further than that. Because if you don't go deeper, it's it's just like, it's like a fucking fart in the wind. Or fart in a skillet. <laughs> I still love that. Thanks, Karen. Not like, quote, Karen, but a real Karen. Who's not a Karen. She, her name's Karen. You know what I mean. Anyways. Okay, I'm going to bounce because I probably have shit that I need to do and I should stop blabbing because you're probably getting bored with me or you turn me off already, which is fine. That's cool. I respect your time. If you're here, thank you. And if you got anything out of this today, awesome. Um, if you think I'm full of shit, that's fine. Um, if you don't like what I'm saying, that's fine too. I mean, freedom of speech, people. Don't fucking forget that neither. Um, yeah. Go find your why. And if you want to talk about it, y'all know how to find me. Keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.